I think that colorism also is a problem because it also stops people from uniting together. Like, you'd, you'd be so much more powerful if we all got together and just put that shit aside, but. Yeah. Uh. I lay on the scary, you gotta glow, you gotta glow, you gotta glow. She had my intentions, you gotta know. I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Get Podcast. I'm your host, Zeke, and in this episode, Wanderly and I will continue our conversation and talk about colorism. You can listen to this podcast on all major platforms, including YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts by clicking the link in the description below or going to allmylinks.com forward slash Let's Get Apart. Please rate it five stars. I'll leave a content warning for the intro and let me do this episode and hope you have a nice day and enjoy the show. I don't even think, like, it's not even coronavirus the only problem. There's just so many other problems. Global warming. Because then the thing is, like, you see how there's all these other countries who they've had, like, they have coronavirus, but they've kind of, like, been able to, like, keep it on the wrap and, like, do better and things like that. But obviously, our country has a culture of being individualistic, right? Which So people tend to be really self-centered. It's really me, 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 me. And they don't tend to not look up for the community, look up for other people and care as, you know, about everybody as a community. And that really does backfire because people are just thinking about themselves. Like the whole mask thing, like I don't want to wear it because I get hot and I feel uncomfortable. Like it's not just about you, it's about also the people around you. So I think that that backfires because the whole like the being a capitalist society and everybody just fending for their own and things like that is difficult. People, there's people who, are, yes, they are born with like the whole silver spoon thing. So they have that luxuries. And then there's people who have minorities, who, minorities who just, they've <laughs> always been left out of all these, of all these things. And it's oh. hard. Obviously there's all these generational gaps that is hard. All of my life I had to fight. Like, I like, Obviously, I was not born here. I was born in the Dominican Republic. So I'm coming from a place that literally at that moment when I was living there, like the piece that I'm from, had no running water. To this day, only some piece, only the people who have some money in my neighborhood have running water. Like they're still drinking rainwater, right? So obviously I came here and it's like, okay, obviously I want to do better, be better. So there's a lot of things that still stop you from being as successful as, as you would be if you were somebody who had money. Like, the whole internships that don't pay you, like, everybody cannot take the luxury of taking an internship that can't pay you. Yeah. Like, if you're somebody who got money, you don't care. Your parents are going to pay for everything, so it doesn't matter. You can take that internship that's not going to pay you. But when you're somebody who, oh, you know, I want to I make some money in the side because I want to pay for my metric card. I want to be able to pay for my coffee that, if I want after school. So you're going to want to get an internship that's going to pay you some money. Maybe you don't care about being paid hourly. Maybe, you know, if it's like a little bit of money, but you want something. Because you don't have that luxury of being out and doing all these things and spending money. Because a lot of times when you're doing this internship, it does come at an extra expense. Because you might have to buy lunch while you're out there. And you have to pay for your transportation to get there. So everybody doesn't have the luxury to take these unpaid internships. So that be backfiring on so many people. They'd be like, oh, just take whatever you get, like. Yeah, not everybody can actually, you know, do that. And it's just, it's just true. Yeah. And even the fact of that there's certain, there's certain minorities who have been pretty much deemed the 
the minorities who you you're supposed to like look up to and be like the model minority. Like what? They're still minority, but they they're the model minority. Like it's so retarded. Like the way that the system is framed is so retarded. Like that's so retarded. It doesn't make any sense to me. I just be sitting there like, make it make sense. Make it make sense. Like there's so many issues, and then the thing is like. We could, I, I can sit here and bash America so much, but at the end of the day, if I was back in the Dominican Republic, I probably wouldn't even be able to go to college. Simple as that. I'd probably be a freaking married living with a guy or something. Like, it would be so different if I was back in the yard where I'm from, where, like, my mom only got to go, to, my mom only went up to eighth grade. So, yes, there's a lot of faulty, there's a lot of problems here, but at the end of the day, it does give me some opportunities that I would not have was I still in the Dominican Republic where I was still in the country where I, the countryside, because I'm from the countryside, that piece where I was from, I doesn't have those capabilities. Like my grandfather worked, my grandfather worked in agriculture. That doesn't make money. You're pretty much just planting food for you to eat this week, essentially. So it's, it's complicated because I know there's so many flaws here and so many stuff, but it doesn't have the same flaws that my country does right now. Like, it's, my country's much worse. It's hard to point fingers. Like, okay, we're not even, we're not even doing, we're not doing so hard ourselves. So if I come here and point fingers, it's like, okay, we're not even that much better. Especially because the R has a problem with Haiti. That whole issue on that island is a big, big mess. Well, since I don't have a country of origin because my people is going over here enslaved, I can mm-hmm. I can't make fun of the country. This country sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely can't. It's like I don't know. It, it'd be backfiring because I don't know if you had seen that like there was this is a video going around of like these people in the Dominican Republic who were like messing around with this like, young Haitian kid and they were just like they weren't like, they didn't like physically like beat him up, but they were like messing around with him. So they were like, they were like, they would put him, they would place him in like the trunk of the car and he would like try to run out and they were just like laughing and like pushing him around and things like that. They didn't like beat him up, but they were still like messing around with him and bothering him and stuff like that. And it's obviously things like that, that that's just not right. And yeah. there is, and like there is problem. There is a lot of problem with racism and colorism itself, point blank period in the, throughout the whole entire Caribbean. There's a huge problem with colorism and like people bleach their skin and all that, all that stuff. And I do think that it's much more apparent in the Dominican Republic just because we're next to Haiti. Because a lot of the other Spanish speaking countries, they do have those problems as well. Like if you go to Colombia, if you go to Mexico, if you're darker, you're definitely set aside. And it, it sucks. It sucks. If you're darker, they're like, what is that? <laughs> Essentially, it's like, oh, it's a what is that? And it's, I don't know. I, I don't understand why he's like that. Colonialism and whatever reason, whatever reason, it's always a light versus dark issue. Almost every country. Yeah. Throughout it, history. It's like every single country. Every like really rare for you to find a country that's not a problem is every single country. Because even if you go to like India, they have they're so big on whitening, on um, freaking whitening creams and all that stuff. Like it's ridiculous. And I know the R is like famous because of Sammy Sosa, Sammy Sosa cream. <laughs> He did the most. I don't even know how he did that. How he liked himself so much. Like, <laughs> I swear he bleached himself. That doesn't even make sense. I don't even know who he was. And I was playing a game with Alan Blasso. And it was like, it was like trying to guess the person, the image behind you. And he was like, my friend was like, he was used to be dark. 
and now he's light. I was like, who are you talking about? <laughs> he did the most. Like, I don't even know how he did that. Like, I don't, I don't understand how he got, how he changed his skin color that fast, that crazy. Like, it doesn't even make sense to me. <laughs> there, it, that just shows the colorism issues that are spread out. And it, it's just not in the Arctic. It's all throughout the Caribbean, all throughout any country that's, that was colonized. Every single one of them. Europe was like, we're number one. And everybody was like, yeah, maybe. They were like, wait a minute. They all beating us and everything. Like, actually, you do seem to be superior. So maybe you're right. Maybe, yeah, I could be like you. It's it's ridiculous. Because in a lot of ways, DR too, like, they have idolized, like, Christopher Columbus. And there's statues of him and all this other stuff. And to this day, a lot of people don't see that what he did was wrong. And even then, like everybody knows, like the famous dictatorship of Trujillo and his all his issues, like you know, a lot like like Hitler, you know, like the whole Aryan race and trying to lighten things up and all that problem, like. And it's retarded because he, in a lot of ways, Trujillo did do a lot of good for for the country, but he also psychologically messed up so many people. And there was so there's so much blood on that man's hand. Like, he killed so many people that. It's just ridiculous. And now I'm getting, now people are asking about actually Spanish, and I'm just like, huh? The census sent me a uh, text in Spanish. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. New identity, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we, I think, I don't know if you ever heard that, like, there was a problem with, like, so in Black History Month, how they didn't put the Dominican flag up, and like there was this huge issue that was happening. Like you, you two, were you there? Like Mavuk, you heard about it? It probably did happen. The thing is, with that, I don't know because there's people on both sides who say the same thing. Oh, there's people who were like, "You're black," and then people were like, "You're not black," and then the people like, then the Dominicans were like, "I'm black," and the Dominicans like, "I'm not black." I'm just like, somebody figured it out. It's it's. It's like, in general, there's like a huge identity crisis. Cause it's like, if I, if I go up to somebody and I'm, I'm black, they're gonna look at me and be like, you're, Where? You're, you're actually not black, right? And I'm gonna be like, yes, I am. Like, just look at my history. Like, look at the history of the Dominican Republic. Like, I, I am black. We're really next to Haiti, so there's no way that we're not black. Like, we're one same island. Like, there's no way. We just happen to speak Spanish because of who we were colonized by, but we were black. But then a lot of people take it into offense, like, like I'm trying to like make fun of the culture or whatever, like it is, that's not what I'm trying to do. So a lot of times people like, cause for me, I have, I'm black Americans, I have cousins who are like, from darker than me, to my shade, to brown, to light. Mm-hmm. So I have all the shades. Mm-hmm. So I can somebody was like, I'm black, but like, hey, cool. Cause I seen it. Mm-hmm. And then, but then um, a lot of people, the thing is, then becomes like the white passing Latinos or Hispanics. Then they be then the black people like don't feel like the whole situation because you can pass a white and mm-hmm. get looked over, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that yeah, becomes I, an issue. It's it's hard because I like I have people in my family who are super light with like light eyes and like really pasty hair, like really light hair. New thing like they're white and they're not like they're Dominican. So if they come and they say they're black, they'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? And 
and a lot of ways for me is like if I say I'm black, some people will accept it because like you know because of my hair texture, I'm not that light, but a lot of people don't like that. <laughs> they don't like that, so it's it's hard because some people will accept it and some people don't. So it'll it'll always be a problem. Like like no, but like you're actually Hispanic. Like you're you're not black, and I'm like I can be both. I can be both. <laughs> That's what they like coined the phrase Afro Latina. Mm-hmm. And there's just some people who are like, it's visually easier to see them. And although they're speaking Spanish, they're, oh yeah, they're black because they're actually dark. But when you're light, it's like, what are you talking about? Because you're light. Like, so it's not the same thing. It's, it's weird. Because I do know, like, if obviously you're light, you do have certain luxuries other people don't. Like, it's, I'm going to have the same interaction as someone who's, you know, five, six shades darker than me. It's the same thing. And then, like, um, I just lost that thought. Man, that was a good thought. Um, how, um, what you call it? Even then, like, wow, can I, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about that colorism that's like, um, So yeah, colorism sucks, but <laughs> what else is that? I think that colorism also is a problem because it also stops people from uniting together. Like, we would be so much more powerful if we all got together and just put that shit aside, but colorism stops everybody from uniting together in a lot of ways. And it's it's... I don't know if you've heard, I forgot this lady's name, but like she's like talking about how like, oh, we're one race for the human race. Um, the white lady, um, I mean, the white lady with glasses, right? She's short? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just can't think of a name, but yeah. And a lot of ways that's so true. Like we're so asphyxiated on putting people into boxes and labeling people and like trying to make it easier for you to understand like Asian. Hispanic, like checking off these boxes so it's like easier to categorize people, put them in a box. But that also that creates a lot of problems, a lot of identity crisis, a lot of issues. Like there's a lot of people who are mixed race, mm-hmm. for example, and it's like then they have like identity problems because they don't know what race to identify more with or what ethnicity to lean towards or what to pick or what to do. So it just it creates a lot of problems. Just because you don't want to put everybody in a box. Yeah, and even like for like black. That definition is even hard because um, you have me, like somebody who's American black who doesn't really have a lineage, like that lineage to like other countries, but like doesn't have that connection. Mm-hmm. And you have people from the Caribbean and you have people from Africa, but then you have people who like black people who wasn't born in like other countries like um, England and stuff like that. So it's like, how do you even kind of call it that? That's a thing. Like, I- I think that we should avoid trying to categorize everything because that creates more problems. Like when you try to check everybody in a box, like that's so difficult. Like there's millions of people, billions of people, why are you trying to put everybody in a box? Like that's not fair. It doesn't work for everybody. Everybody's different. Just like, just like I was saying, the Dominican Republic itself is difficult as hell because everybody looks different. Everybody speaks Spanish, but our in general, our culture is much more related to Africa and black, like the plantains, the rice, the oxtail, like everything. If you look at it, it is, and it's 
rooted in black culture and you don't really see in the European culture. That's why like, I was like, that's why I was like, growing up black, growing up black and growing up Latino is pretty much the same difference. It's not like, it's not like a one-to-one, but, but it's um, pretty much the same. Like, not the same, like, the foods are almost, almost the same. The culture, music, mm-hmm. same roots. The parents are almost low-key um, abusive. <laughs> There's a lot of sim- <laughs> similarities. The main difference is that we speak Spanish. But there's so many, so many, so many similarities. I think especially with the Spanish-speaking countries in the Caribbean, Puerto Rico, Cuba, the Dominican Republic, there's a lot more similarities there. Like, Cuba was a hot spot for transportation when they were uh, importing slaves. They would stop at Havana, fuel up, and then continue coming to America. Same with Puerto Rico, same with the Arabs. Hata, they were dropped, they were stopping there to fuel up and then continue on to, to America. So there's obviously a lot of people there who are, who are really dark and everybody's really mixed between Tainos, Europeans, and Black. Like, everybody's really, really mixed. Some people are, it's more obvious than other people, but everybody's mixed. Know the music, Los Palos? Los Palos? It's like the Dominican music, and if you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that shit that came from, like, the Congo, because it's very, it's just, that's really is what it is. It's, like, just pretty much drums, the beat of the drums. And it has a lot to do with, like, spiritual and religious, like, rituals. And it's, like, you know, calling of spirits and things like that, like, where, where else does that come from? <laughs> obviously, African, like, where else does that come from? Like, what else does that black people do that? That's where that comes from. So it's like, it's just much, it's, it's, it's there. It's like in your face, the similarities that people, some people don't want to accept it. And it's really sad. Like, it's right there. Like, it's so obvious. Like, yeah, if you see my, my grandmother, he's like way, 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 way darker than me. And then you see my grandma, and she's lighter than me. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, it's just a mix. Everybody's a whole bunch of different colors. My sister's a little darker than me, but then she got pinned straight hair. And I'm the one with the curly hair. So it's like all mixed and all different. So then my friend asked me, it was like, if somebody was like Spanish, but like, or Latino or Hispanic, but like their lineage was only Spain and indigenous, where I still consider them black, I would say, yeah, because it's a culture. I do think, though, I don't, I really, I've been trying to think, like, is there really any country that didn't have any slaves in it? I just don't find it to be impossible that there wasn't some black people in that country. Yeah. Like, it's like, how was there no black people there? Like, there might be, there might not be a huge group, and it might not be as obvious in their culture and things that they do, but there ha- there's some people in there that are black. There's something in there because there's just no way. Like, be, because of the slave trade, there's just no way. Like, people were brought everywhere. Like, Brazil. Have you seen Brazil? Like, there's so many people there of African descent. There's so many black people in Brazil. And then the people that you see on TV are all like the light skinned people. Like, it's so weird. Yeah. Well, this is hilarious. It's sad. It's, it's sad because it, it's happening in every single country, like every single country, the colorism stuff that 
a lot of people the denying of their roots that I, like i don't see what's the problem why is it bad for you to be black like i don't understand that i'm so to understand that like i don't understand why people see that as bad where is it a problem like i don't understand like i don't understand how people see that as bad and even then Sometimes the Caribbean or like Africa, like they'll come, but they're not. They're saying they're not black. They'll say like they're their country of origin. There's like this distinct. There's like this with the word black. There's something wrong with that even even in itself. Because you say like your race and then your ethnicity, so it kind of like it kind of goes stemming down. So it's like I'm black and I'm Dominican. To be more specific, I'm not. Because they're like, okay, you're black. Like okay, more specifically, I'm Dominican. So. It's like if you say you're black, then you're like, okay, but from where? Like, what does that mean? Where? And I'm just like, gosh, <laughs> I, I, my family was slaves, all right? There's nothing I could do. That's the thing. Like, people want to get, like, more specific, like, exactly where you're from. That's where are your parents I, from? Where that's parents why I say I'm Dominican, because I'm... I, and I, I never said I wasn't black. I'm just saying that I'm Dominican. Now, that's the country where I, I was born. And that's where I was born. Do you... This like that you have to say like do you dislike that you have to be like oh I'm just American like do you dislike the fact that you can't pinpoint where exactly your family was from you have to say that you're American I don't think I never disliked it like I always thought about it because like um seventh grade I had to write a immigration paper about how my family immigrated to the United States and I was like um impossible. Mm. Um, I was like, hey, teacher. She had nobody in my family immigrated. It wasn't an option. <laughs> I was like, we, we was on the we was on that boat ride. We don't talk about. But like, it didn't, I don't think it ever became an issue to something. Like, then in high school, that's mm-hmm. why I like the conversation of like, where are you really from? Because mm-hmm. people ask me, so where are you from? America. Like, of course, like, that's where I was born. But then they were like, no, we're pants from America. Great pants from America. Great pants from America. So then just like, that's like the only annoying part. It's just like, I'm a black American. I don't know. I find it interesting. It's like, it's like, don't like, not actually knowing like, where did I, where are my roots from? Like, where did I actually, like, my great, great grandparents, where did they come from? Like, you know, think about what my life would have been, things like that. It's like, my family's from South Carolina, mainly, so. <laughs> you know what side they were in the Civil War? I'm dead. <laughs> like, I see how things were. <laughs> <laughs> and my great-grandma, she actually used to pick cotton. She wasn't, like, a slave or anything, but, like, she used to pick cotton for money. Mm. So, like, there's, like, that history. That's something I was talking about earlier about, like the generational gap. Like, it's something that keeps it's a reoccurring issue. Like, all she the gaps put them up. She died in 2018, in 2017. Yeah. So, that's still recent. That's It's because like, you'd be thinking, like, all this history is mad far, but it's really not. Like, this is stuff that like, your great grandparents lived through, which is not that long ago when you, when you put it into perspective. Like, not knowing where I was, I just kind of accepted, like, when people, like, sing, bring something from your culture, usually, like, bring something, like, like, the word everything. 
because since I'm American and we kind of a, we have pieces of all the different cultures because everybody's here. Mm-hmm. You have to say everything. Because I listen to Spanish music, I eat Spanish food. <laughs> That's so weird. Like, as a kid, like future day, you're like, I'm American. <laughs> like I, I can't. <laughs> that is so weird. So me, it was like, oh, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bring some mango, and that's <laughs> and I that's salad. Obvious. I'm like, that is so obvious. I'm Dominican. I just bring some mango, and that is obvious that I'm doing it. I bought some salad in elementary. I was like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was about uh, some hot dogs. <laughs> like, I'm American. Here's some hot dogs. <laughs> Like, here's some baseball. That's so weird. And also, like, I watch Japanese anime, so, like, I'm pulling from different cultures. Makes sense. Yeah, like, I was in Acidome, I was in Lasso. I was learning about different cultures. You were in everything, like, you was everywhere. <laughs> you were everywhere. <laughs> I was at Femco, that was a female technology club, that was fun. Yeah, that didn't make any sense to me. I was like, <laughs> yeah okay he's a thumb code okay yeah yeah he's like this time do the math was like why <laughs> i mean i was a tech major at the time so i'm like wasn't that the whole purpose of the club like girls who code okay yeah okay that's fine <laughs> that's fine that's fine <laughs> <laughs> he's like yes <laughs> <laughs> Everybody would like think what do the research like why did he join that club? Mad comments on the podcast, so why did you join Film Club? No, they'd be like, What were you thinking? Like I was, was scared to, to join. <laughs> like for like the generations meeting and like the, the before I would open the door to walk in, I was mad feeling like, man, what are people gonna say? I still did it. It is what it is, you did it. You made it through. You were fine. <laughs> Friends. You probably ate some free pizza. So it was all worth it. I was there for the meeting for the New Camera Official Club. I was like, hey, and then the gif. This world is fun. And And then I, you know, being a black American, it's hilarious. I mean, at least you don't hate it. Some people like re- resent that, like, oh, I don't know, you know, like my roots, where I came from. Like, I hate America. I'm not proud to say I'm American because it wasn't a choice. I mean, even if I didn't know my roots and I was born in America, that wasn't a choice to be born here. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing I can do. Being American will always still be part of my identity. Because my sister, like, she was born in America and she hates it. Like, you'd be like, yo, you're American. She'd be like, I'm Dominican, I'm Dominican. (laughs) You were born here. You're American. Like, if you look at your birth certificate, it says America. Like, you're born here. And she's like, not having it. She does not want to be associated with America. (laughs) She's like, they trash. Like, on her 18th birthday, she was like, I know what I want. And we're like, what do you want? I want my dual citizenship for the Dominican Republic. I'm like, she doesn't let it go. Like she doesn't let it go. <laughs> like to be American. Like what do you want? I'm like you don't win anything by saying you're a Dominican citizen. It doesn't give you any luxury. That's, That's even more issues right there. 
I was like, doesn't help you. But no, she does. She doesn't like, like being American. So what can we do? But even if I go to like a like Africa, like Jamaica, or something like that, there's a culture shock. Mm-hmm. When I go there, I'm not gonna like. I might feel some connection, but I'm not gonna like just jump in. I'm like, oh my god, my peoples! I'll be like, all right. So what's y'all custom? What y'all what y'all been doing? There's a huge disconnect because obviously that's not something you've been around or something you've grown up seeing or hearing or anything along those lines. Like you've been living the American culture. Like that's what you know. Even if you wanted to, even if you like read about it, it's not the same as actually living it and being there and experiencing it. And like I have parents, my mom, she's American, so she's gonna teach me how the American ways. <laughs> so there's also thought about like I'm in my country of origin. I was thinking about like how you how you're from DR. Mm-hmm. But, like if you wasn't DR, you wouldn't say American. You would say you'd be you're Dominican. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much the same thing. But then if I was like an immigrant somewhere else, and then my kids would be born there, they could say they're like. America, they can say they're descendants of America. If you think about it, yeah. But it's not the the reason why it's so different is because your your family, your great grandparents, were forced to come here. It wasn't a choice, so that's what makes it different. Why why people might hate it and things like that? Because if it's like you voluntarily go into another country and you move there. That's a different story. But when you're forced to go there and you have, there was, there was no choice and there was a lot of suffering and there's still suffering being caused for that forced movement, it's different. Like, it's just completely different. Nothing I can do about it. Have you tried to run a test? You know, like, so like, money. <laughs> so get your family tree, see if you could find out? Because you could probably find out. I mean, I probably could. You should yeah. try that's mad money. You should try it. You should invest. I'll have even more C checks. <laughs> I think it would be fulfilling. Like I think it would be interesting. I've always wanted to do one. I'm scared though if I like do it and it's like two percent black. I'm gonna be like, that's it. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, I, them. <laughs> I know how to dance. <laughs> I mean, I, I ate all these platanos for nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a medic. I'm smart. You'd be like, what's wrong with me? Eating oxtails for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Go home just like, uh, my whole life been a lie. They probably, they was right. I wasn't black. I, I'll be depressing, so. And that aspect, I am scared. But I think it would be super interesting. As I think you should do it. I think it would really be worth the money. Like you're 102% black. Knew it. <laughs> no, but there's going to be more specific. They're going to say, like, from where? Like Ethiopia. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll look at Ethiopia. Ethiopia. <laughs> exactly what I've been doing my whole life. Bet. Some rice and some chicken. Man, I've been doing that my whole life. No, but there's a lot of differences, and I and the thing is that like in a lot of in a lot of different countries in Africa, there's a lot of different tribes. So maybe you're from a small, maybe your family is from a small tribe, and there's a lot of different customs. So it would be like really, really interesting if you were to figure that out. You should do it and do a podcast about it. I'll be like, be- y'all. I'll be like, oh word. 
I'm from my village. I'm gonna fight for my lineage. I'm about to be the king. Like I saw Wakanda, but like, yo, I challenge you for the throne. <laughs> oh, whatever. I think you should retry it. Save up some money. Put it on a credit card. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Save up like, what you send me off for? Find out my history. You know? <laughs> Worth it. Then. I can learn about all the coaches and then take all their coaches. Cause oh <laughs> nah, because like people actually believe I was Dominican and broke. Well, that word? Say less. He's like, I'm in there. I well, can believe you now. I mean, people stopping me if I, access, if I speak Spanish now, so I'm just like, something is attracting me to me. But like, hey, I see something similar to you. Mm-hmm. I was in the Dominican parade and Dominican Day parade and everybody, nobody asked questions. Because Dominicans look like everywhere. It's <laughs> 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 not one look. Like, there's Dominicans that look every shade, every color, every size, this tall, <laughs> short, size skin. Like, it doesn't matter. They're like, you don't look Dominican. What if it look like a plop enough? Like, you look Dominican. Like, if you say you're Dominican, you're Dominican. <laughs> like, <laughs> it don't even matter because it's different colors. Got the hair. Got Even my... though people assume, people do assume that Dominicans in general are like on the darker side, and the Puerto Ricans are like the lighter ones. I got it all the time. People be like, "You're Puerto Rican, right?" And I'm like, "What?" Oh, because you're light. I'm like, granted, that's when I first started to not asking people what they like, assuming what people were, and just let them tell me mm-hmm. because they'd be like light skinned Puerto Ricans. Like almost white, and I was like, "Oh, they're Puerto Rican." Then I'm just like, "You know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna guess anymore. Just tell me what you are." <laughs> the guessing game is way too dangerous, like, because you could offend somebody. So let's just ask, like, okay, if you don't know somebody's name, ask them what their name is. If you don't, if you don't know somebody's age, just ask them what their age is. Like, where, you, where they from? Ask them, because the assuming game is just as mad dangerous, and it's not worth it. I'm like, "Oh, you're black." They're like, "No, nah, Dominican." I'm just like, I, whatever. <laughs> I mean. Same difference. You are black, so. <laughs> I met went to the Dominican conference and it was like, where are you? I was like, I'm black. They are like, we're black. I was like, right. American black. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah, I'm not trying to spend $300 trying to forget how my lineage is. I'll let God tell me that when I'm dead. Like, yo, what was that again? All right, cool. No, you should really do it. <laughs> I think it would be interesting. Like your Panamanian word, say less. And worry, and I'm trying to figure out where you place Panama in Brazil. So Brazil doesn't speak Spanish, but they're literally in South America where everybody else speaks Spanish. Because you were colonized by the Portuguese, so Brazil speaks Portuguese. And then all the other countries speak Spanish. That's why I learned the difference between Except Hispanic. Guyana doesn't speak Spanish. What, what country? Uh, Guyana. Oh, yeah. And they're right there and they don't speak Spanish. So <laughs> there's some exceptions. It all depends who colonized who. And Panama has a, a large population of people who are black because of the, Pan- the building of the Panama Canal. So you know how that goes. Yeah. This is fun. 
This is the plane where we at. <laughs> this progressed fast. You <laughs> <laughs> talk about colors. Like, hey, so yeah, colorism is trash. <laughs> and you know what? I'm black and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black and I'm proud. And nobody can tell me nothing. Even though I take the test and it says two percent, I'm still. <laughs> still That's black. super. They said the one drop rule in America. You got one drop, you do it, you're black. Yeah. I don't think that have ever been amended. <laughs> <laughs> Lost my train of thought again. What even been? I also never had time to think about like where I was from because I was trying to pass. I was trying to graduate school, so you know, that was never a top priority. Makes sense. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how you weren't questioning. I would have been questioning all my life. I would have been like, mad curious. Because <laughs> I already questioned. Like, I know I'm Dominican, but I still would question, like, what percent Taino? What percent black? Like, I always question, like, where? Black and where? Like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mother, where are we? Because before, like, the, um, we had to fill out your race. They were like, mm-hmm. African-American. My mom would cross it out, and they put black. And they put check other and put black. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're doing a lot of work right now. But then I'm just like, so that's why I identified black. My mom was like, you're black. I was like, makes sense. Because like, if you drop us, like I said before, you drop us in Africa, we're going to be like. Yeah. So if you say, country. if you say Africa, you're from where? And then you're going to know. <laughs> you're from somewhere, though. You just don't know. Yeah. So you'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. I'm telling you for the test. Do the test. <laughs> it, it's worth it. And also, like, I went to, like, I hung out with Black and Latinos my whole life, so, you know, ain't nothing new. Like, my high school was predominantly Black. I was African and Caribbean. Middle school was, like, predominantly Latino. Elementary was Black and Latino. And then college, predominantly Asian. <laughs> Super bad, though. I think that because you join Seek, it was different. Experience. Oh yeah, that was my year was with Dominican Dominican and Latino. There was like twelve black people. I was like, you can count us on your hands. Dominicans are black, remember that? Yes, in the category of black. <laughs> <laughs> of black Americans, it's like twelve of us. On that depressing note. Ah, <laughs> uh, talking to friends haven't done it in a while. Very true. I miss this one. So yeah, future plans are just waited out. <laughs> I mean, if you can make it through Corona, you can make it through anything. Uh, let's see if we can make it through the economic recession. Let's see that one. Man, this is your second one. You'll be good. Burly man, not the first one. Because <laughs> <laughs> my dad lost the goddamn house, so. Ah, see, I have always lived in the projects. So I've been in the same spot. When I first came to America, you know, <laughs> I still was building. But then my dad saved up a lot of money, and with his, together with his cousin, they were able to, like, purchase, put a down payment for a house. A few years later, you know, 
the housing market crash and all that stuff. So we had to let it go. And my parents divorced. So I have both parents. Barely, I don't even speak to my dad. Like, I haven't spoken to him like weeks. I don't know what's going on in his life. And so yeah, then I just with my mom and my sister. And then finally my grandparents came from DR. So and then my and then they my grand so my mom brought my grandparents. So my grandparents brought my aunt. So now everybody here, <laughs> they keep bringing everybody. Mm. You're like, we all in here, yeah. <laughs> but how was that adjusting to America? I don't I was young. So obviously it was a lot easier because I was so young. You adapt and you learn things very easy when you're young. It was strange because because I was from a small town where everybody knew each other. And then I came here, I moved to a building. I was like, what the hell is this? Like I was used to being outside in the open air, you know, climbing trees, seeing horses. Like it was just a completely different environment. And then when I came, I came to America like towards the end of the fall. So I'm like, why is it cold? Like, now that I've been indoors all the time. Like, it was so confusing. Like, nobody's speaking Spanish. Everybody's speaking in English. Like, this was too much. And like, my bad, my parents always make fun of me because, like, one of the first words that I learned how to say was, you're welcome. But I would say, you're wrong. So, like, because we lived in a building, like, you would hold the door for people. And they would be like, thank you. So I would say, you're welcome. But I will say, you're welcome. Because I couldn't get it together, you know? <laughs> so I would, hold, I, would hold, like, I would hold the door for people. And they'll tell me, thank you. And I'll be like, you're welcome. <laughs> when I was like four years old. So that's how I was. I mean, in general, and my mom always does say that, like, it, it did seem like I was really depressed because I was so used to, like, the different lifestyle. When I was in the yard, I had a lot of family, being around a lot of people, talking to a lot of people. Then I came here, stuck in a building, not knowing how to speak the language. I didn't have friends until like, school was going to start the following year. Didn't have friends. I just had my mom and my dad. My dad was always at work and my mom was home so it was just me and my mom and I used to get in trouble all the time for like coloring on the walls and stuff like that because I didn't know what to do with myself like <laughs> all the things I would do I don't know yeah I was here so <laughs> yeah I didn't have to adjust so it was fine <laughs> like the media told me how to act and people told me how to act it's weird I think it's weird and then even now, because I've been in America for so long, when I do go to the R, I'm very Americanized. So it's very apparent for the people when I go to the R that I am from America. Now, they, now when I go over there, they're like, oh, she's American, which becomes really bizarre because they're like, oh, no, she's American. Do you see her? Uh, yeah, you can tell by like, the way she dressed and her certain actions that she takes that she's not from here. And it's weird because I'm like, bro, I am from here. Like, I was born here. Like, I just left and I'm back now. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> weird. But I still love the art. I still love the neighborhood that I'm from, even though it's like a really small dirt and rock path. Electricity is not a constant. The electricity comes in and out like every three, four hours. If you want to wash clothes, it's almost impossible. You have to let the clothes air dry. Like, you cannot, you can't even buy ice cream. Because if you put it in the freezer, it's not going to freeze. Because electricity is so weak that like, <laughs> everything gets messed up. Like, if you're going to buy something, you're going to buy it. And that, means, that, means, that means you're going to eat it either today or tomorrow. Because it can't be in the freezer for more than three or four days. It's going to get ruined. But it's fine. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> for 
the record though, not all of the R's like that's just the piece where I'm from, like because it's you know, like more poor area. Brooklyn, all day, every day, to different projects. <laughs> I don't know. I spent the first two years in Brooklyn, and then I've been in Queens ever since. So I used to live by Crescent. So it was borderline Queens anyways already. So <laughs> it didn't matter. So yeah, so America, when we first seen snow, it was like, what is this? I actually liked it. I would like just throw myself on the floor <laughs> doing exchanges. I was like, this is interesting and fun. Yeah, I had asthma. I have asthma and as allergies, so I can't go outside and put myself. Oh. Never mind. That's not fun. Oh, the sun. Yeah, the sun was, yeah, my childhood was sickly. Yeah, I don't even want to tell you right now because that's <laughs> not fun. Yeah, I used to miss a lot of days of school because it's sick. But now I'm better. That's miserable. Being sick? Oh my God. That's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Now I only get sick if I, over, over, if I um, push myself too hard. So my body was like, shut down, reboot. I just fall asleep if I work too hard. <laughs> I get sick, I just fall asleep. But yeah, this was fun. Yeah. I mean, I just I haven't talked to somebody in like, <laughs> like, I'm just talking to the same like four or five people. So. I have two people here and I only talk to one, and that's my I- mother. <laughs> Yeah, what is it? We've been talking for like two hours. Yep. I don't know what you can do. You have to cut it. <laughs> you have to cut it. And I talk to my friend, two hour episode. I'd be like, I am not cutting it. It's lazy. I'm working on this website right now. It's almost finished. That's weird. Oh, let me show you. Share. And it has all the buttons. Yay. No, no, no. Yay. We're doing transcripts. Yeah, I hope I that. That was nice. So yeah, this episode's going to be a double because it's two hours. That is a lot of work. I'm telling you, you need to cut this one. You need to cut this <laughs> You need to pick, pick a piece. <laughs> Whether you want to focus on talking Color. about uh, quarantine life or uh, colorism. <laughs> so <laughs> pick the topic that you want and pick with, and stay with those like 40 minutes instead of <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. Because just doing the transcript itself yeah. is a lot of work. That's been the devil. I'm trying to finish it this week. And I get to pull it out next week. You got this. You got time. <laughs> I have another episode tomorrow. Then I might have another episode Friday to record. So, you know. Busy. 
Yeah, I'm trying to get this out. I'm trying to get these episodes recorded early so I can just edit them and then be done and take a break for two months. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. You got this. I don't even think you need love because mm-hmm. you buzz this. <laughs> <laughs> Season three, I'll be like, yeah, a whole year of podcasting done. The bag. Yes, I'm happy to be loud. But yeah, this was fun. Thank you for having me. No problem. So the last thing, last question is, um, what would your what would you name your origin story? Um, you know, I'm not creative. <laughs> We're gonna just go with my name, like I like just Wandley. Yes. Okay. Or like the Wandley or something. <laughs> Take my name and go with that. Because, yeah, I'm not creative like that. Cool. Thanks for being the podcast. Thank you. Hope to see you guys in person. Hope to see you in person soon. (laughs) COVID sucks. (laughs) Bye. See ya. That brings another episode of the Last Guy Podcast to a close. I just thank Wanda Lee for being guests on the podcast. For next week, I'm a friend Joe coming on the podcast. Hope we continue the next day and hope to see you there.